This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. And I want to welcome you to the Warning Program. Wherever you're watching or listening Welcome. I'm also the president of Eagles Saving Nations. Our nation is falling unless the church rises up and do their God-given responsibility and stop this insanity and bring this nation right back under Judeo-Christian values. I have with me, I'm reading right off a write-up. It says, Semi Bird, a black conservative, set to shake up governor's race in liberal Washington state. Again, Semi Bird, welcome to the warning program. Dr. Hansen, it's an honor to be here with you, sir. Thank you. Well, you're running for Republican governor. Yes, sir. And God knows we need some leadership. Yes, we've been lacking leadership for a number of years, and most people don't understand the implication or impact of quality servant leadership. Well, you're right. And in fact, a lot of the church doesn't seem to realize it, that our freedoms are directly under attack. They're trying to censor us. They're changing the laws. I'm telling you, yes. uh, it's like Germany all over again. Absolutely. So we had House Bill 1333, where the attorney general and the governor wanted to bring forth a bill that would say that they can identify violent extremism through this commission, which we, you know it's going to weaponize government against churches, against individuals with individual thought. They're trying to silence us. They're taking away our Second Amendment rights. They're saying that we cannot question elections. It's almost like a banana republic. Well, that's exactly what it is. I travel to the nations. I just came back from Israel, and I'm constantly in nation after nation, and many of the nations are what you just said, a banana republic. Absolutely. And people don't really realize the difference in America. We are a constitutional republic. We are a nation that was formed by individuals who sought a better life, liberty, freedom, and opportunity. And they paid, many paid the ultimate sacrifice to give us this great nation that we have. Power is inherent in the people and governments derive their just powers by the consent of the people and its government's job to protect and maintain those individual rights. And because we lack leadership in Washington state, many have forgotten that. Well said. You know, a lot of people don't know the difference between a democracy and a republic. 
Absolutely. Why don't you define it? Well, so a republic, you know, we, the people elect officials to represent us. And so our elected officials, they essentially work for us. We hold the power. We hold the power through our vote, through our influence. And as you mentioned with, with the church, again, we as a community, and the church has always been a pinnacle of our community. Our moral compass comes from the church. And so when we, the people, stay silent, and especially when the church remains silent, where is our guidance? We need to get back to self-governance. And I have to say this one thing, you know, Thomas Jefferson said, without the habit and training of self-governance, our political vessel is all sail and no ballast. And so we set sail, we capsize and we sink. And that's what I'm seeing happening right now with our constitutional republic. We are slowly sinking because people are not standing up to govern. Well, you're right. I mean, George Washington said, reason and experience both have forbidden us to expect that national morality can prevail in exclusion of religious principles. Now, John Quincy Adams, he said, the glory of the revolution was the bonding of government and Christianity. Now, I could go on and on and on, but we are one nation under God, a republic. Judeo-Christian values, that's what made us great. And when you try to remove that, like the United Nations is directly against Judeo-Christian values, this nation will fall. 100%. So if we go to Washington State, when we declared ourselves the 42nd state of the nation in 1889, November 11th, right? Our preamble, short and sweet, but it's very clear. We, the people of Washington State, grateful to the supreme ruler of the universe for our liberties, Right. To ordain this constitution. That's so right. there was no confusion as to where our rights come from. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, in the year 1811, the Supreme Court ruled that it was unconstitutional to remove the Bible from school curriculum. At that time, the court sentenced a man who tried to do it to three months in jail. Now, listen to this, Sammy. In 1878, in Reynolds versus the United States government, the Supreme Court ruled that Christianity and government could not be separated since government is built upon the Bible and Christian beliefs. And absolutely. And so now, remember that and look to where we're at right now in Washington State. Senate Bill 5599 that says a child who's confused about their gender can run away from home, be housed and sequestered from the family and given what we call reproductive health care, but to change their sex without telling parents. It becomes an option. So we are separating children from families in our school system. We are social engineering our children, indoctrinating our children. And again, parents' rights are divine rights. Parents' rights are a human right. And no one cares more about the child than that parent and that family. We need to get back to God. Let me tell you, that's exactly what Hitler did. The Nazis did. That's what communists do all over the world. Separate the children, indoctrinate the children. You know, what you just described, that's called child mutilation. It is. Child abuse. I used to be in law enforcement. I investigated felony crime. I would arrest people that tried that. Oh, absolutely. Arrest them. It's great. Grooming and it's actually acting on that grooming. And again, you know, we talk about tolerance and, and folks in the progressive, which I believe are regressive, far left, they talk about tolerance and compassion and they talk about diversity, inclusion, right? Inequity. But as soon as you have an independent thought, a common sense thought, a humane thought, they attack you and they label you. And then now we're weaponizing government against citizens, against families and against parents. We have to stand together. We 
have to unite and stop this insanity. We need to bring common sense back to our society and to our communities. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've just tuned in, you're watching or listening the warning program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I have the Republican candidate for governor of Washington State, Simi Bird, with me today. Semi, again, it's a pleasure having you. And I read another paper, a write-up on you. It says, Governor for all of Washington, united we stand, together we can. Exactly. Explain that. No, it is. And so when you have special interest groups on both sides, and I, and I tell people we have been getting played, right, so that they can divide us. And we already know out of the book of Matthew, right, a nation divided or as Abraham Lincoln said, a house united cannot stand. And so they have divided us. So that's that divide and conquer. Get us pitted against one another. That racial discourse. Divided makes us weak. United makes us stronger. And we were united together. There is nothing we can't Accomplish. And that is going to be my governance. It's to unite our state, not divide us, not weaponize government or weaponize race or weaponize ideology. We need to come together again as Americans. You got my pledge, accountability, transparency and stewardship. Well, that's it. You know, when you're in government and again, we are here to serve the people. And stewardship is to do the right thing, to be fiscally responsible. That northern compass, and again, you said it, it has traditionally in America come from Scripture. We know the difference between right or wrong, but we've come to a point right now in this state due to a lack of leadership where we not only not understand what right and wrong is, we trample on our constitutional rights. We totally. forget who we serve, and that is the people. Why don't you give a little background? Those people that maybe have never heard you speak, don't know much about you you. What is your background? Uh, were you in the military? I was. And, and I'll quickly start from beginning. You know, I was born pre-civil rights in the ghetto of East Oakland okay. to a single woman with seven children. Wow. Right. Mom moved us to Seattle. I was raised in Seattle. I dropped out of high school in Seattle because K through 12, I struggled academically and I joined the United States Marine Corps because they had the best looking uniforms. I served. <laughs> <laughs> there was my due diligence. There you go. Uh, I served, received my honorable discharge, my good conduct, and, and others. And 16 years later, I found myself volunteering to serve in Army Special Forces. And at age 43, and this was post 9-11. Sure. And so at age 43, I became a Special Forces Green Beret. I deployed many times. I went into Special Forces Intelligence. I received the Bronze Star Valor, the Purple Heart, Meritorious Shooter Citations, Accommodations. And I mentioned that because service, duty, honor, integrity, that's what we do. We don't ask for medals or accolades. We have a sense of duty. This goes to values. And those values are based in my spiritual relationship with God. That's how I was raised. I was raised on scripture. I was raised on love. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, I have Semi Bird in the studio with me today. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International. Semi is running for Republican Governor of Washington State. Now, those that have watched or listened to me since 1998, you know I would not have somebody in here I did not believe in. We spent a little time together. He's a strong, solid Christian, and I totally endorse him. And so you need to understand where we're at. We're going to lose America. We're going to lose Washington State. There's people in the know that I'm talking with. I work both sides of the aisle, and I work with senators, congressmen, House of Representatives, attorneys that fight in the Supreme Court, law enforcement. 
I don't know if you've heard about it, Samay, but some people are talking about civil war. Some people are talking about dividing the states. They are. And I've heard this. And what I say is this. And that is my call to action. That is my call to duty. Why I am running. United we stand. Together we can. We need to hold. We need to stand strong together. We need to do this in God's love, in God's word. There's no need for violence. There's no. We just need to stand and take back our constitutional republic. And we do that by coming together. Bringing real solutions with action that creates value for our citizens. We need self-governance. Once again, give the power back to the people. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I know a lot of good people, a lot of good Republicans that have moved out of Washington state. To some degree, that's a shame because we need their vote. But we need to take back this state. Yes. Uh, 1980, it was run by a Republican. We need to take back Washington state. Amen. And the real problem is, I mean, there is corruption. Let's make no mistake about it. There was corruption in the presidential elections. Again, my background was felony crime. There was corruption. Now, the reality, though, is hundreds of thousands of Christians don't vote. Exactly. Over 900,000 Christians did not vote last year. Wow. We need to change that. We are going into those churches. We are going into those inner city communities. One of the things Republicans have not done well is engage with minorities, engage with our Hispanic population that is traditionally and culturally conservative. God, family, and hard work, those are Republican. Those are conservative values. We need to get back to the people and let them know that we are the part party of abolition. We were the party that ended slavery. We were the party of civil rights. We were the party of women's rights. We are bringing truth back to Washington state. Again, you're listening to the warning program, Simi Bird, Republican candidate for governor of Washington state. Uh, let me tell you something. If you don't know, if you can't tell, if you haven't listened closely to what he said, he is a black American. I did not know until he got here this morning. I had my research team look him up. I had a picture of him and I said, wow, I like that. I'm married to a, an African-American. And so I like that. But what I really like it is his heart. This is not Barack Hussein Obama. This is not the man that divided America more than any other president. This is a man that truly wants to represent us as under God. Barack Hussein Obama was no Christian, if you understood his heritage, and I studied it. Let's make no mistake about it, although he duped a lot of the churches. But this man is a strong Christian. Did you hear me? He's born again. Again, Barack Hussein Obama was, did not really represent the black man. He was half black, half white. Let's make no mistake about it. But people wanting to say, oh, he was, a black, he was half black, half white. So you can blame both races for the problems he brought into the government. President Obama had an opportunity to unite us. And Republicans traditionally don't talk about race because they say, well, we're colorblind. We don't see race. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't and it shouldn't. But there's a reality that we have to deal with. That's right. The progressive left is using race to divide us, right, with critical race theory and all these different Marxist ideologies. I am here to testify. I'm here to talk about God's grace, God's love and the beauty of America in which anybody, someone like me who was born without civil rights that flourished on the love of a strong black woman and the love of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who marched in solidarity for the soul of America. I want to resurrect Dr. King's teaching, his love of country, his love of one another. We together can save our state. We need to come together. 
Well, I believe that with all my heart. I wish, again, people would get back to Dr. King's teaching. We have not seen that. What they've taught is flat destruction. That is not what Dr. King would have done. No. Uh, He would have not done what Black Lives Matter did, burn down the cities. Let's make no mistake, that background was a Marxist background. If you want to do the studies, I've done the studies, and you can go into the history of it and who led it. And... uh, but I'll tell you what, Dr. King said, let us unite. And that's what you say, let us unite. That, that's it. That was his whole purpose. He brought his Christian values together in love and unity for a common good and a common cause. Again, to save the soul of our nation. And now we must come together to save the soul of Washington State. It is time to replace career politicians with career Americans. Someone and individuals who know what it's like to overcome adversity to rise above by the grace of God go I and I'm here to preach it to share it and to educate with truth to anybody who would listen we do this in love and unity and we save our state we will unite and we will be victorious in 2024 it says your vision is to make Washington and the U.S. a gold standard in education for the world, going as far as to call it a national security issue. It, it is. We, right now, we, we've we taken civics out of school. We've brought in the, this critical race theory type Black Lives Matter in schools movement. That is not saying that we don't love all of God's children. All all lives matter. That's right. All right? lives. All lives. And we, we, we run away from that and, we, and we, we step on other groups. What about our special needs children? What about our Native American children, our Hispanic, we can go on and on. We need to stop this divisive racial divisive nonsense and we need to get back to academics right now in washington state only 50.7 percent of all students met grade level standards in english and language arts only 37.7 percent of all students met grade level standards in math and only 42 percent of all students met grade level science and grade level standards in science but yet we graduate them at an 82 to 83 percent rate We are failing our students and those families academically. We need to bring school choice. We need to value those parents. And we need to engage and improve our school system. Well, you're totally right. I know around the world when when they come in and study at our universities, uh, these foreign students far exceed our students because around the world they're not teaching, uh, trying to move you in a different type of socialism or, or woke culture they're actually teaching academics that's exactly it and i've I've got to say this and this is important when you teach a black or brown child that that they that there's something wrong with them that they're a victim that the world is united against them that they live in a racially suppressive or supremacist country that doesn't give hope in a child that breeds helplessness that's right and and a child and when you teach a young white child that they are somehow tied to racism and slavery do you see what they're doing they're trying to regress us back to jim crow and slavery and i remind people that wasn't a republican initiative that was a democrat initiative and it was the republican party that ended slavery that bought brought abolition that desegregated this nation with the support and the love of dr martin luther king Jr., we are going to bring those principles of human decency and unity back to Washington State. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you just tuned in, this is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. I have Semi Bird with me, the Republican candidate for governor of Washington State. Also, you've got provide tax relief 
to Washingtonians. Absolutely. Um, we, we've overtaxed and overburdened not only our small businesses, but our citizens. We've gone as far, this, this administration has gone as far as to make up a tax. Call it an excise tax. The IRS defines it as an income tax. It is unconstitutional in the Washington State Constitution to have an income tax. They've been trying to do this since 1932, but the Inslee appointed Supreme Court ruled that because the governor and Bob Ferguson labels it as an excise tax, that that's what it is when the IRS calls it an income tax. Again, it's another violation of the Constitution clear and simple. So we are going to bring tax relief back. We're going to bring fiscal responsibility to our budget. And because we're going to save, I anticipate at least a billion dollars in the first year of our administration, because the first thing I'm going to do, call for a third party audit of all state programs and all state offices so that we are functioning in a high performance way to give value back to our citizens and to flourish our economy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've heard exactly what he said. They're going to directly against the will of the people. Actually, they're going right against the law. This is total lawlessness. And we need to get back under a law government. We need law once again. We all are subject to the laws, to justice. But right now we're in lawlessness, whether it's Washington State or the United States, we are in lawlessness. Well, it is, and and they've they, they've hamstrung our law enforcement officials. Totally. They've impeded their ability to enforce the law to protect our communities. And let me be clear: it is those intercity communities, those inner city communities, where they are the most vulnerable. That is where crime has been flourishing. But yet, certain special interest groups preach to support black and brown and impoverished. I will remind people: poverty is not racist. There are all races. All people are subject to poverty and subject to despair. We need to go in with an open heart and open mind. We need to enforce the law. We need to support our law enforcement and we need to hold prosecutors accountable for doing their job, upholding their oath and enforcing the law as per the RCW and the Constitution of Washington State. We need to bring law and order back to our communities. Once again, you're listening to Simi Bird, Republican candidate for Washington State. Here, what I'm reading is initiate budget accountability protocols to reduce spending. Absolutely. And so that's what that audit is going to do. Once we audit, and it's not to penalize, it's not to go after, it's not to target, but once we understand how our programs are performing, how we're spending money, are we measuring our performance? Are we getting back what we are investing in? If you look at homelessness, right? We have spent over $800 million to deal with homelessness when in fact it is up 10%, no one is tracking, there is no accountability, and King County is proposing to spend $11.5 billion. Governor Inslee recently said, we need to go big so they can go home. And he thought he was being cute with that little aphorism, but in fact he is calling to spend more money on a failed strategy and a failed plan. We need to bring common sense back and leadership back to Washington State. Here another one of your preaching points. Lawfully prevent foreign acquisitions of Washington state lands. Absolutely. So we can never allow the Chinese Communist Party to take or occupy or buy up our farmland or buy up our lands in this country. 
We owe that to our American citizens. We must preserve and protect our growers, our farmers, because this is a matter of food security, and food security is national security. We must protect and defend our homeland. And when we think about that, this is not an isolationist uh, viewpoint. This is a preservation viewpoint to ensure that we are honoring those who we serve, our citizens of Washington State. Partner with Washington State farmers, you say, and ranchers to identify and mitigate regulatory barriers which may compromise generations of commitment to feeding our state and the world at large. And that's what we were talking about. It also goes to water rights. You know, they were talking about tearing down the dams. We get about 68% of all of our electricity comes from our dams. Our dams, that hydroelectric power, that is carbon free. That is a strength. That is, that is a natural resource that empowers and gives value to our state. No one knows better than what is needed than those farmers, those growers, and, and those agricultural organizations. We must preserve and protect them, deregulate, and empower them to grow and create more value for our economy. And my last question I have time for today, you've got work with local, state, and federal authorities to prevent the deadly threat of drugs such as fentanyl from reaching our rural and urban streets. So that's exactly it. it and, and again, this is why we need to elect career Americans and, and, and disperse with career politicians. I work counter-narco-terrorism. I know what our system is like and what our system is capable of. We have three drug cartels operating right now in Washington State, the Beltron Levy in northwestern Washington. We have the Sinaloa Cartel in northeastern Washington. And then we have the Jalisco New Generation Cartel operating in the southwestern Washington. I know how to unite our federal agencies and our state agencies and our local agencies to target and mitigate the threat of illicit drug trafficking. And we will save lives in Washington state. We will clean up our streets and we will render our streets and our communities safe for children and families once again. Again, you've been listening, watching The Warning Program. Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International, my special guest, Simi Bird, running for Republican Governor of Washington State. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's in your hands. It's in the church's hands. Get out and vote, and let's take back Washington State. God bless you. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. 
The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.